Section thirty five of Christian Science by Mark Twain. Read by John Greenman. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Conclusion Broadly speaking, the hostiles reject and repudiate all the pretensions of Christian Science Christianity. They affirm that it has added nothing new to Christianity, that it can do nothing that Christianity could not do and was not doing before Christian Science was born. In that case, is there no field for the new Christianity, no opportunity for usefulness, precious usefulness, great and distinguished usefulness? I think there is. I am far from being confident that it can fill it, but I will indicate that unoccupied field without charge, and if it can conquer it, it will deserve the praise and gratitude of the Christian world, and will get it, I am sure. The present Christianity makes an excellent private Christian, but its endeavors to make an excellent public one go for nothing, substantially. This is an honest nation in private life. The American Christian is a straight and clean and honest man, and in his private commerce with his fellows can be trusted to stand faithfully by the principles of honor and honesty imposed upon him by his religion. But the moment he comes forward to exercise a public trust, he can be confidently counted upon to betray that trust in nine cases out of ten if party loyalty shall require it. If there are two tickets in the field in this city, one composed of honest men and the other of notorious blatherskypes and criminals, he will not hesitate to lay his private Christian honor aside and vote for the blatherskypes if his party honor shall exact it. His Christianity is of no use to him and has no influence upon him when he is acting in a public capacity. He has sound and sturdy private morals, but he has no public ones. In the last great municipal election in New York, almost a complete one-half of the votes, representing 3,500,000 Christians, were cast for a ticket that had hardly a man on it whose earned and proper place was outside of a jail. But that vote was present at church next Sunday, the same as ever, and as unconscious of its perfidy as if nothing had happened. Our Congresses consist of Christians. In their private life they are true to every obligation of honor. Yet in every session they violate them all, and do it without shame, because honor to party is above honor to themselves. It is an accepted law of public life that in it a man may soil his honor in the interest of party expediency, must do it when party expediency requires it. In private life those men would bitterly resent, and justly, any insinuation that it would not be safe to leave unwatched money within their reach. Yet you could not wound their feelings by reminding them that every time they vote ten dollars to the pension appropriation nine of it is stolen money and they the marauders they have filched the money to take care of the party they believe it was right to do it they do not see how their private honor is affected therefore 
their consciences are clear and at rest by vote they do wrongful things every day in the party interest which they could not be persuaded to do in private life in the interest of party expediency they give solemn pledges they make solemn compacts in the interests of party expediency they repudiate them without a blush they would not dream of committing these strange crimes in private life now then can christian science introduce the congressional blush there are christian private morals but there are no christian public morals at the polls or in congress or anywhere else except here and there and scattered around like lost comets in the solar system can christian science persuade the nation and congress to throw away their public morals and use none but their private ones henceforth in all their activities both public and private i do not think so but no matter about me there is the field a grand one a splendid one a sublime one and absolutely unoccupied has christian science confidence enough in itself to undertake to enter in and try to possess it make the effort christian science it is a most noble cause and it might succeed it could succeed then we should have a new literature with romances entitled how to be an honest congressman though a christian how to be a creditable citizen though a christian the end end of section thirty five conclusion and end of christian science by mark twain read by john greenman